Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call. Get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. It's always a good time to talk about Luis Arise, one of our favorite topics so far this season. You know why? Because as we sit here, I'm staring at his baseball reference page, and it says batting average .400. That would be 400, science suggests. So, Luis Arise, there's so much we can talk about. We started talking about him, actually, in the offseason when Rich Hill was asked who is the, the best hitter in baseball, and he said that Luis Arise, at that time, before this year, before he went on this run toward 400, was the best player he had ever seen. So that says something. And that was from playing with him, obviously, in Minnesota. And that year, that year, 2021, 2021, Luis Arise, it was the only time in his professional career ever he hit under 300. He had 294 in that first year or in that year with Minnesota in 121 games, 294. But when you look at overall batting average in the majors for the for his five seasons, 327. Minors seven season, 331. Uh, in in winter leagues, 324. So you get the idea. This guy's a good hitter. So I wanted to talk to somebody else about Luis Arai. So I talked to Pete Fatsy, who's been on the podcast and relatively speaking with his brother. Uh, it was excellent. They were excellent. And Pete Fatsy's always good to talk to. He's a Red Sox hitting coach now, but he used to be the minor league hitting coordinator for the Twins back in 2019 when Arise was obviously in that system. So it was a good time to talk to Pete about what he saw in this kid in Luis Arise back then that may have led to exactly what we're seeing now. So here you go. As part of the original podcast with Charlie Blackman, go listen to that. Uh, We dropped that this morning. Um, And now we're going to carve out this part with Pete Fatsy. Great stuff. Great stuff. At BB isn't boring. Subscribe, rate, review, listen. And, of course, buy the book, A Damn Near Perfect Game. A Damn Near Perfect Hitter. 
Luis Arise. Here's Pete Fassi talking about him. Luis Arise is good, correct? Very good. When did you first meet him? So I met him in spring training 2019. Uh, he was in double A, the double A grouping with the uh, the Twins. So he was in Pensacola. Started the year in Pensacola. Ended up finishing the year in the big leagues. What what jumped out right away? Bat to ball skill. Really? I mean, he just, he could move the ball around. Uh, obviously, you know, you see a guy that, you know, he has, he can play the middle of the field, you know, play a bunch of different positions really, but a guy with that much ability to make contact, it's, for me, it was, it was definitely the skill that set him apart. What um so you see back to ball skills, you see good players at double A. Now you have a guy who's closing in on four hundred. Unbelievable, yeah. I mean I'm not to say that you said, hey, this guy's gonna hit four hundred. No. But did he distinguish himself that much or had he has he evolved that much? You know, I mean, obviously, my, my time was really short, so mine was more of like a, it was a very cordial, like, just working relationship, but um, I think the thing for him is he has the ability to recognize pitches really early, so the hand-eye is one thing, but his strikes on discipline, his ability to, to see the baseball is, that was, like, outstanding from the first moment I met him, and, and I think, you know, that skill translates really well to the upper levels of the big leagues. If you have the ability to see pitches, and you can tell spin, and you can lay off tough pitches, he clearly takes a lot of pride in that with the way he shakes pitches off when he thinks they're a ball, right? Like, he's very obsessed with the strikes. And I think for me, anytime you see that, with the ability to make contact, it's, you know, it's a skill that's going to translate well at the upper levels. So, as a hitting coach, you must be, you know, you try to get guys to hit 300. Sure. <laughs> so, in theory, as many hits as you can get. Uh, well, yeah, listen, I mean, I'm batting average, what an archaic stat, sure. right? But still, it's... But it's, a, but it's the market. The thing about batting average is it may not be one of the most predictable things in, with, with respect to, you know, predicting future success necessarily. But I've never really seen a bad hitter hit 300, more so consecutive 300s, right? So yeah. I think there's merit to guys being able to get hits. Right, right. You know. And so when the, and Charlie Blackman was saying, like, how baseball is better than ever has, and, you know, five years from now it will be better than it is sure. now. But all things considered, how pitchers have evolved. Yeah. It, it's And we've been chasing sort of this 400 thing forever. And, you know, the shift thing is a shift thing. Like, it's not... He's got a pretty, he's got a pretty robust spray, spray angle, though. Right, he that's what I mean. I'm like, I'm not... He's not yeah. the guy, like, oh, here comes a shift. Yeah, 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 shift beater. Right, right. right. But, but still, like, to, to understand that how much pitching has evolved and this guy is taking it the other way. Yeah. Whereas, if you deal it on a daily basis, sure. like the challenge of, yeah. holy mackerel, it's hard to hit a base. Well, yeah, and now more than ever, guys are identifying their pitches are identifying their strengths and they're leveraging their strengths all the time. So if a guy's got a 70 breaking ball, I mean, you're seeing 70% of the time, right? So guys are constantly leveling or leveraging their, their strengths. I think as a hitter, like, our job is to leverage your strengths as well. Like, some, if a guy has the ability to put the ball in play, move the ball around, like, putting yourself in a position to do that consistently, like, that's your primary focus. Some guys, maybe it's, you know, maybe it's on base, maybe it's being able to hit for average, maybe it's being able to slug. It's obviously some combination of those three things, but I think you're always trying to leverage what you bring to the table. Um, and I think in an era where you're just seeing, again, pitchers with nastier stuff, more moving than ever, you know, it seems like it went from north, south, east, west in a hurry, right? But the ability to adapt and move the ball around the field has been, you know, has been an important part of having success. Is there anything that you can say, tell a young guy or a young player, say, look at this is what he does? 
I think it's the bat to ball skill, the instincts, hitting instincts. Yeah. Um, I think it's this, the strike zone pieces, obviously. And some of that's probably some some innate characteristics of his to be able to see it, recognize the spin, all that. But I think it's the ability to take what the game gives you. You don't hit you don't hit what he's hitting without taking without thinking, being able to think with the game and take what it gives you. Mm-hmm. you know, in a situation where maybe maybe he's anticipating soft out over the plate, like he's able to stay with it and execute. Mm-hmm. So there's intention and then there's the execution. So I think it's being aware with with what the game is telling you, you know, like and what the game's calling for. Is it also a lesson, having seen him in Double A? Yeah. You know how, like, you can tell kids, like, listen, this is an evolution, man. Yeah. Like, you, you might feel like, like, we could say you're good, but you're going to be better. You might not feel like you're as good, but you're going to be better. You know, this this guy yeah. has worked at it. Yeah. Right? Along with having talent. Yeah, absolutely. And the funny thing is, is I remember my first visit into Pensacola must have been in the first month of the season. He wasn't hitting all that well, like, and, and I think there was some concern of some weak outs. And just you know whatever like he's putting balls in play weekly and getting out and the thing that I always remember stood out is his willingness to obviously everybody has to make adjustments but he stuck with what you know he stuck with you know his approach he stuck with his process and he stuck with his strength and it's like I'm not going to sell out to try and hit an extra homer every 10 weeks I'm going to try and move the ball around the you know around the field I'm going to find holes I'm going to stay on pitches I'm going to win pitches like he took that mindset and his you know carried it with him to his big league career and I mean he got up to the big leagues that same year so to see where he started that year to where he finished it was that was really cool to be a part of that like just to, to see that process yeah. you know the last thing is Rich Hill called him the best hitter he's ever seen wow it's high praise he's been around well, for a long he's time old. Yeah. He's, 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 really, he's the oldest professional yeah. athlete yeah, yeah. but you know, we were just having and he caught me by surprise honestly like you know because my question to Rich was uh, who do you who don't you want to face who steps in the body of you don't want to face he's like listen Luis Arise is the best hitter I've ever seen he obviously played with him in Minnesota that's right um, who's the best hitter you've ever seen? Oh my goodness! I know it's a, it's a tough question. Wow, it's a tough question. The best hitter I've ever seen. I can tell you my 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 two favorite hitters to study, which shouldn't come to any surprise, and I've actually had a chance to see on the other side have been Pujols. Mm-hmm. Um, saw him obviously last year with the Cardinals and Miggy. I mean, just. I've always admired their ability to stay inside the ball. Another big, strong guys with their ability to stay inside the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're still hitters with power, and I think like that to me, it's they're not just power hitters. They're guys that can hit, use the whole field. Um, obviously, they've done what they've done throughout their careers, um, but I think that hit tool has always stood out to me. Yeah, they hit 30 homers, 35 homers, but they hit 300. You know, like they have, they have you a knack for hitting. Something. I mean, we something we study looking at. Like when you're always trying to pick up things that, that yeah. good hitters do yeah. well. I think we're constantly looking. Success leaves clues, right? So I think yeah. there's parts that you can pick out, whether it's approach tendencies or just like swing path characteristics, things like that. We're always looking at stuff. You look at Phil Plantier's stance. Phil Plantier. You remember him? Nah, no. You don't? Oh, oh, not really. Man, I feel old. <laughs> All right, I'll show you after this. All right. <laughs> In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field, and then I, uh, I look over at my dad, and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.